Hey, this is Dan Wickland, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we are preparing. We're getting ready. Next week, we hit one thousand shows i'm excited we got a lot of cool things lined up um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and i think you're all going to enjoy it but before the big thing we're doing this week and we're going to look at things that are before but not and so we're talking prequels all week we've talked about how video games do really well in prequel form movies not so much. It just kind of varies as far as quality. Usually not great quality. Today we're going to talk about prequels in comic books. Now prequels in comic books serve a different function. They're, they're used for either retconning something, which means you retroactively change the continuity. So if you need to go back and, oh well, Bruce Banner had an abusive father who beat him and did this and he was an alcoholic that wasn't in the original stories necessarily and so you go back and you tell these stories it was real real bad in the 80s and 90s when everybody had to be darker and edgier thanks to the dark knight returns you saw this a lot it's like oh well actually everybody comes from some kind of abusive situation or their lives had this dark secret in it that we didn't know about until now and sometimes that works really well most of the time it doesn't it just really just depends on the character on the writer on the whole scenario and so prequels and comics really serve an interesting purpose they do something that even they don't do in video games you know the way that they flesh out the story and what's what's good about comics is it's really easy to say oh well that's out of continuity or that's in a different earth a parallel world something like that in video games it's usually all connected so that that is one thing that you do have in comics and sometimes they kind of double up on themselves like i remember with wonder girl way back when wonder woman debuted originally wonder girl was supposed to be like superboy so backtrack even more superman in the 40s was the most iconic and popular character on the face of the earth everyone loved superman so they decided hey what when we talk about when superman was younger so they brought in superboy a superboy comic now this was kal-el this was clark kent growing up in Smallville, and being Superboy. Over the years, you know, we would get Connor or a different Superboy. But when Wonder Woman first started, they wanted to do the same thing. And so they had Wonder Girl. Well, Wonder Girl, uh, her writer and Wonder Woman's writer, I guess, weren't on the same page. They didn't do big retreats and things like they do now. So Wonder Girl showed up in Wonder Woman as... A completely different character, not as a young Diana Prince, but as this 
other younger Wonder Woman person. Real confusing. Um, that was back when you had all sorts of crazy stuff going on in the Golden Age. But but that was the Golden Age, and so the less said, the better. I But prequels, they just change things. They do things that don't always work. And sometimes we've seen it be holy land, holy ground touch that didn't need to be. Stuff, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, that's happened twice in recent memory. And the first time was whenever we saw Wolverine's origin told. Because for years and years and years, it was, oh, you know, nobody knows what Wolverine's origin is. It's a crazy secret. What's going to happen? Well, then it came out that they were going to, it was right after Marvel was had all their bankruptcy stuff. And they were like, okay, we're going to. We're going to tell this story. It's going to go down. And it, they were, they told it. Uh, <laughs> that's about all I can say. It was not, I mean, it wasn't bad. The artwork alone was worth picking up. It was absolutely beautifully drawn. And um, it, on, on that, it was worth getting. As far as the story, you know, there was, not a whole lot to it. Um, a lot of fans were disappointed because we found out that Wolverine was just a little whiny bag. Like he was, his name wasn't even Logan. That was the, the other guy. And it's all sorts of weird things. Um, Paul Jenkins told an interesting story. You know, Joe Quesada and Bill Jamis had a lot of input on it. So it, it is what it is. You know, it's, it happened, and then there was an Origin 2, and then a whole series called Wolverine Origins. But, I don't know, but Marvel didn't learn their lesson there, though. They also did a book called Trouble, which I enjoyed. I picked it up. It was, uh, Mark Millar wrote it, and it was part of Marvel's Epic, which, again, they were like, oh, no, it doesn't take place in continuity. It's okay. And the big reveal on it was that Aunt May was actually mom may like aunt may was peter's biological mom but her sister uh mary decided to raise the baby because may had some stuff going on and it made the whole spider-man story kind of crazy it was neat it was kind of cool and it was exciting but again a lot of people got real real mad probably the most mad people have been though is the before watchmen stuff which I don't hold Watchmen in the same regard that most people do. Um, I have a lot of problems with Alan Moore uh, on a lot of levels. Same thing with Frank Miller. But before Watchmen, I mean, Darwin Cook did one of the books. It had some of the best talent out there. But people just have this holy grail that is Watchmen in, in their minds. And that's not true. I'm sorry. Hot take. Naturally not hot take. More and more people are realizing that Watchmen is not the holy grail of comics. But when before Watchmen came out, it was this whole big mess, and people, people didn't like it. Uh, I get it, you know. It's it's what it's what it is, what it is. But it just goes to show you that maybe just don't do a prequel, don't talk about it. And the the last thing I want to talk about, though, when it comes to comics and prequels, and this is something we've seen real heavy in the last decade or so, is anytime there's a movie coming out, they do a comic book prequel. Now, sometimes the comic book prequel is just kind of a greatest hits, like some of the best stories of that character. 
put together and everything uh, to get some background on them. Sometimes it's completely new content, new stories. And, you know, it it's all right. They do it for video games. They do it for movies. They do it for TV shows. The new Picard show coming out is going to have a prequel comic. So uh, prequels and comics, like I said, they're a different beast. But is it a good beast? Is it a bad beast? It all depends on how it's raised. It's definitely a a um, nurture, not a nature thing. And it's just really strange. Oh, and there was that horrible The Storms prequel miniseries that they had. Oh, were they one-shots? I can't remember if they were one-shots or little miniseries. But Johnny and Sue like fought zombies. And Ben Grimm teamed up with, I want to say, like Wolverine and Nick Fury. I don't know, stuff that... Made zero sense for the characters, but it was the 90s, so it was cool. Oh, horrible. I don't know. But let me know, was there a miniseries in comics that you liked? You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. You can find us out there anywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, even on YouTube. Not a whole lot of stuff on there, but some stuff on YouTube. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running.